let us stand you know, feet and turn the book of Job chapter 28 verse 12 for the visitors we always stand when we are reading the Bible for the respect uh, of God's word so Job 28 Verse 12. But where shall wisdom be found, and where is the place of understanding? Man knoweth not the price thereof, neither is it found in the hand of the living. The depth saith, it is not in me, and the sea saith, it is not with me. It cannot be gotten for gold, neither shall silver be weighed for the price thereof. It cannot be valued with gold of offer with the precious onks all the sapphire. Tegainza kwenkanya nkanyizibwa nezabu eya ofiri ne onuku eyo muwendo munji oba safiro. The gold and the crystal cannot equal it and the exchange of it shall not be for jewels of fine gold. Zabu nenda, nenda biruamu tebinza kugenkana So namakura agazabu enunji tegabenga buguzi wago No mention shall be made of koro All of pearls For the price of wisdom is above rubies Tebayo gerenga kukolali Nama inja agenda biruamu Wewao omuendo guama gezi gusinga mainja ama tuakavu Maybe seated May the Lord add blessing to the reading of the word. I want to start by reading a quote here in the ah. book of in the message called the Lamb's Book of Life. And then I'll give you the subject. For a simple sharing this morning. Now I want to ask something this morning before we start into Sunday school lesson. What is value? I've been thinking on it. If I had enough throat this morning, I would preach on that subject. Amen. So it was not preached on that time. I pray the same Holy Spirit that wanted to preach it will preach it through me this morning. Now, I want to 
Amen. What is value? That's what I am going to preach on. What is value? That's our subject. I continue with a quote here. Um, my mother guess she's here. I don't see her anywhere. Is she? Yes, mom, you're getting little. So I asked her yesterday. I asked her the subject. Because I've been studying on it. You ever get thing on your mind? Just start studying. Brother Weber, you done that many times and just start studying. Brother Weber, what is value? And I begin to think. I think. You know, if I had a hundred million dollars laying here in a pile. And I had a little button here. If I press this button, and I lose my hundred million dollars, I lose it. But I get to talk with my old dad that's gone on. As one hour, a motor being again. What would I do? No hesitation. I'd press the button. I'd give a hundred dollars this morning. To sit my dad down in this chair while I teach this lesson. So, what's money worth? Yeah, what's money worth? Yeah. How much more is a soul than money? Now isn't that true? I believe you agree. Uh, this that I'm quoting from. This preacher that I'm quoting from. Brother Branham. Had lost his lovely dad. So many years. And he was feeling. He desired to meet him again. To talk to him again. And that if there was a way. That he can pay money to get that opportunity. A hundred million dollars. He would not hesitate to spend it. To see that he can get the chance of meeting his dad again and talk and share with him. How many people are here and you've ever you lost your parents? Yeah. 
I'm one of them. I believe you agree with him on that. So what is value? Amen. Uh, what is value? And I begin to think, I said, you know. Okay, I've quoted here. Now, Mama, you remember when I had that little old T model Ford? Little old 26 model. How I would polish that thing. I was just a kid. About 16, 17 years old. I was a sinner then. I was working with Mr. Ginther back there. After Sunday afternoon, Sunday morning, I would go down and sharpen up all the beats and things for the air compressor and clean it up. Sunday afternoon, I would polish that little old Ford till it looked like. The paint would almost come off of it. What if I tried this morning to find one piece of that Ford? What if I tried to find one of those bits? Of that air compressor. The same time I could have been winning souls, I was polishing my Ford. I wonder where your value is. Amen. Amen. Do you know in this life, we live for things and we spend for things that have no value? Why I say they have no value They perish They pass away They come to an end Even left here Welcome to an end. There is no person here. If the Lord grants us more eight years, uh, eight years, I don't think it's possible the man that is living here will still be living. So life is too short. It passes away. It ends. That's why Jesus said, they don't store your worth here. Where cockroaches destroy. Where rats destroy. The wealth that we gather here, it gets destroyed by cockroaches, rats, 
rust obutalavu and thieves nabanyazi but he said gather your wealth up yonder nena agama muterekebe obugagabwa mwe muguru for where your wealth is wango bugagabo chebuli that where your soul will be eyo nemmemeyo chenabera that's why the bible says bible cheve gamba that abraham ibrahimu when he was called poyayitibwa to the land of promise okugenda munsi ensi he was going to inherit jeyaliyagenda kusikira with his fellow heirs nabasikabanne Isaac and Jacob they lived in it as a strange country this is a land given to them by God to be a land of possession of us but when they stepped in it they lived in it as strangers Amen. Amen. Living in tents. And when the Bible says living in tents, Bible boyogera okubera muwema. It's not be, it's because chirinti lwakuba. They could have afforded. Bali tebasobola. They could have afforded. Bali sobodde. To build bigger things than tents. Okuzimba mu ebizimbe bisingane obusisi. Abraham was a rich man. Ibrahim yali nagaga. God bless him with cattle. Katonda yamuwa mukisanenke. If you compare the number of cows. Nga pomukboke bogera genyanya enabo kwete. Sheep that they owned. Nembusi nendi gabi alina. And put it to the monitor money value of today no bisakumwendo kwalere ntegwegura there are few people who are as rich as abraham osanga bantu batono nyo abagaganga ibrahim boyali but he chose naye yalonda wo to live okubera intense muema to live kusura as a stranger in a strange country kubera ngo mugenyi munsi engwira because his confession was kubanga yo kwogera kwe kwali nti here there is no continuing but the Bible says the Bible that he looked for a city which has foundations whose build and maker is God how did he know by faith faith is revelation call it a sickly sense tukuita oba kuitaita akasimwa ko mukaga he could sense he could revelation yali asoro kufuna okubikulirwa if there are cities that end here on earth nti wanobali we chibuga echikoma kunse chikoma there is a city somewhere wali we chibuga mutifechimu that will never end echitaligwawo and that city echibuga echo the builder omusimbi wacho is God himself that is the city that John saw coming down in Revelation 21 and I saw a new city come down new Jerusalem prepared precious like a, a bride adorned for her husband. Abraham, 
Abraham had a revelation. There is such a place. There is such a city. He said, I'm looking for that city. Brother Branham said, that Abraham, he thought at that time that it was on earth then and he started moving thinking one day one day he met Mark the king of Salem hallelujah and he gave him a tithe of all he had Glory to God. Here there is no continuing city. Then why labor? For what cannot satisfy? Why labor for what ends? Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Value. What is value? There is another man of God I really like. Uh, I really love in the Bible. Uh, I love his story. I love his choice. That man is called a Moses. That story is in Hebrews chapter 11. Verse 23. It's a by faith, Moses. Faith is a long range vision. Long range vision. So, by faith, Moses. You were put there by the long range vision. Moses Musa. When he was born, was he three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child. And they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith Moses when he was come to years refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Look at this young rich ruler. Moses. Musa. Moses. We know all the story of Moses. How he was hid by the parents. He was born in the time. When the children were being killed, male children, and why they were being killed, because it was, uh, it was uh, predicted. 
by the wise men of Egypt that there is going to be born a deliverer among the Hebrew slaves. Egypt had become a very rich nation. Very powerful kingdom. On the sweat and the strength of the Hebrew slaves. They labored without reward. And he toiled without any, uh, any, any rest. And by that they built great big things. Big cities. And big big things. And now. It was predicted by the wise men. By the astrologers. That a deliverer is being born at that time. And a decree was given. That all the male children of Egypt. Of the Hebrews. Should be killed. And there it was. But God appeared to the parents of Moses and told them to put him in a bulrush in a basket and throw him in a, on river Nile and that is how they were going to serve him. And so they obeyed and put him on river nail and as the basket sailed on the nile the tree to where Pharaoh's daughter was birthing this was a barren woman and as it was picked out of the nile to open it was a handsome good looking boy he said I'll give this will be my child I'll name him Moses he's been picked out of the night he took she took him to be his child. She raised him. And it was known all over in the palace. This was his child. This was her child. Amen. But the story goes that Miriam followed had followed that basket Miriam was a sister of Moses Miriam Musa and when he saw when she saw the one who picked it she went to her woman would you like to have a a, a, a maid this child and I know of the Hebrew women who have lost their children and she can help nurse this child for you. Uh, she said, yeah, that's a great idea. So she went and called the very mother. The very mother Moses. To be the maid. Nursing her own son in the palace 
And through that She got the opportunity Of telling him the story Of His actual Kinfolks And told him boy You know you are not an Egyptian But actually You are a Hebrew Your mother is Joshebed And your father is Amram In Goshen Hebrew slaves And this is how we came to be slaves here God promised it to Abraham And Abraham was a friend of God and he told him your seed you shall sojourn in a strange land but after 400 years I will deliver them and this is about the time and for that purpose you were born in this world and you know Charlie that God of Abraham is the creator of the heavens and and he has promised us a redeemer that one day that redeemer will come upon us and that redeemer gives eternal life that redeemer will raise the day and take them to heaven and son there is a city that he has prepared for his people our father Abraham he looked for it all the days of his life and he wanted a better resurrection amen and that gospel sank deep in the heart of this young man and now Moses with all the chances of becoming the next fellow and Egypt of that time was the super kingdom and it will be the America of today Amen. amen and uh, now you see here is a boy a prince and he has the he has the, 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 the all the chances before him of becoming the next leader of the greatest nation amen on brother Branham said Moses brother Branham would sit in a chair royal seat and beautiful virgin girls would surround him and find him and then others will bring juice open his mouth and pour juice in his mouth but the Bible says he chose. Brother Brown said Brother Brown he looked through the window that Pharaoh looked into every 
morning and every evening he looked down Goshen and he saw them mad dabbing and he saw all poor slaves Oh, how can how would we be with all these slaves? Oh, by these slaves. We are going to remain the greatest nation. What a privilege of having these poor slaves to labor for us and to live by their sweat. Maybe in two years to come or ten years to come these slaves will be so many million and by that our economy will be this big and we shall be this far that is Pharaoh. But when Moses looked through the same window, he did not look at how poor they were. He did not look at how miserable they were. He did not look at how we, they are being whipped and tortured. He saw the promise. He saw their God coming to deliver them to take them to the land of their father and finally to give them eternal life that is what he saw to him that was something of greater value than the throne of Egypt but at the same time he looked in future and saw where Egypt would be and where he would be if he became a pharaoh. Maybe he would be so many years like today this is 4,000 years or 3,000 years. He would be just a bunch of asses in the pyramids of Egypt. And Egypt has faded and as confused and as poor as it is today. But where is so far? Let us continue the scripture. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. When he was come to years, verse 24. When he was come to years. Refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. The consequences of refusing to be the son of Pharaoh's daughter meant he's not a prince. He is a Hebrew slave. He's nothing. He's lower than dust. Those are the terms they use in those days. He's lower than the dust. But he chose. Amen. Amen. Verse 25. Choosing rather to suffer affliction. With the people of God. Can't imagine choosing to suffer affliction from a prince 
and by choice he chooses to suffer affliction with the people of God that despise the neglected the poor those ones who have a bad name he chose he chose to suffer affliction with them to be called a bad name with them to suffer with them rejection and all kind of nicknames and all low grade kind of thing choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasure of sin for a season Amen. Hallelujah. Than to enjoy the pleasure of sin for a season. There is a pleasure of sin. Sin of all forms is enjoyable. But it is for a season. 26. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures of Egypt. Reproach of Christ. Do you know that Christ has always been with reproach? This was before he was born. But there was reproach of Christ even before he was born. When he was born, it was a thing of great reproach to say that you are one of the followers of Jesus Christ. He didn't have where to lay his head. He was poor. He had a bad name. They called him Beelzebub. The chief demon. They called him all kind of names. They the churches of that day. They despised him. They rejected him until finally he was crucified naked on the cross with a lot of shame and reproach so to belong to him it was a thing of great reproach amen before he was born reproach today it is a thing of great prestige to say I belong to such to and all mission churches today. But there are churches in the land and all over the world. It's a great thing of great prestige to belong to them. Do you know why? Because they have taken away the cross. Christianity. It is a cross bearing religion. He said, if any man wants to follow me, let him bear his own cross and follow me. Christianity has been like that. It is today. And it will always be. But religion 
Even preachers, because of the temptation of wanting to save themselves from the cross, they try to decorate it and spray it with gold so that it can look very attractive to be a Christian. Because their Christianity is a Christian of style. Actually, they are more stylish than the style, the style, the style people of the world. You see? And they make the way very easy for everybody. It is come the way you are. And there is another statement that goes without saying, and remain the way you come. That one they don't say. But it's come the way you are. Remain the way you come. If you've been wearing minis, come the way you are. If you're a girl putting on panties, Come the way you are and remain the way you are. If you've been having rafters, earrings for a man, you find men with earrings, men, 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 and with plated hair, cornrows and things and things. Come the way you are. If you've been dancing, in the world, break a dance. dance. I hear today the modern ones are. Is it stamina? Calypso. 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 Come the way you are. Changunga bori. Remain the way you are. So, do you know how to miss? In a style. Jesus gospel is. If you want to follow me, sell all you have. Give to the poor. Come follow me. Jesus gospel is. Whoever wants to follow me, and he does not hate his mother and father. Hate. His brothers and sisters. You know the language there is hate, but it's you kind of look like you you hate. Uh, it's not a real hatred but it's like you esteem the way of the word than father than mother than husband than children than brother and sister and then he said and hate yourself you see, you hate yourself. Because normally, naturally, there are things that you like. You want to enjoy. You want to be. But some of the things they are contrary to the word. And when you repent of them, and lay them aside. It's like it's part of you that is dying. 
awo chiba kitundu kugwe chobo chaye so it hate yourself then come follow me help mother father brother sister friend and help yourself come follow me he said without that you cannot be his disciple and he said he that loves the world and the things of the world the love of the father is not in him he that loves the world what is the world the world is not the, this platform it is not the trees and, uh, and rivers and, and, and soil and, and grass it's not, it's not that it's not the frame that word world there it means cosmos I think it's the Greek language where it's cosmos and worldly, that is worldly order so the way the trends and the systems and the style and the mindset of the world he that loves the world and the things of the world the love of the father is not in him blessed be the name of the Lord so whoever has to follow Christ has to make a choice like the one Moses did. Amen. Esteeming the reproach of Christ. So there is a reproach about Christ. Yes. Some of us when we got saved we were persecuted by friends, by parents, by whoever we were despised called all kind of names that is the reproach of Christ if you find a girl today in the modern society who wants to dress like a real lady if it's at school or wherever they despise them they abuse them. Baba Fuma. They call them all fashion. Baba Ita. Backwards. Baba Ita. All kind of names. There is a reproach that goes with the word. You can never follow Christ. Genuinely, genuine Christ. Christo The true Christ. Christo Without reproach. You can't. When I say true, the true Christ. The question comes. Is there a fake one? I will answer by the Bible. First Corinthians. I think it is Second Corinthians, chapter twelve. And those are calling such a copy the Sura Yakumina Biri. No, the chili first thing. Yeah, <clears throat> it's second Corinthians chapter 11. Bacolin such a copy the Sura Yakuminemu. Would to God ye bear, you could bear with me a little in my folly, and indeed bear with me. For I am jealousy over you with godly jealousy. For I have exposed you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtil, subtlety so your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he that cometh 
preacheth another Jesus. You can start with verse 4. Yeah. Uh, For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus. Do you see the other Jesus? Uh, whom we have not preached. All if he receive Receive another spirit which you have not received. All another gospel which you have not accepted. You might as well bear with him. You see, there another Jesus. So I'm saying the true Jesus following him, there is pain, there is reproach. Because the Bible says, straight is the way. Straight is the gate. And narrow is the way that leadeth into life. Straight. Narrow is the way that leadeth to life. But broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. So and many find it. But the one to life, the one to life, very few will find it. So being straight and narrow, there is a squeeze in it. And Jesus said, I'm the way. And the truth alive. And that means to fit into Christ. The real Christ that leads to life. It is there is a squeeze. Amen. Amen. But just to have a name of being a Christian, that one is very easy. And very many find it. Amen. So was here is Moses. He chose the reproach of Christ. But you see Moses after so many years. You know, after choosing the reproach of Christ, he went and joined the slaves. And he said, Me I'm not a, uh, an Egyptian. I'm a Hebrew slave. My mother is Joshua. My father is Amram. He joined them. And even he tried to defend them. Finally, you know the story. How he was persecuted and fled Egypt. And finally, Finally, he made the pit of fire. The burning bush that called him by name. Moses, Moses, move your shoes. For where you are standing is a holy ground. And the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I have heard the cry of my people who are in Egypt. And for the reason of them that oppressed them, I am come down to deliver them. Therefore, go before fellow and and tell him, Let my people go. Fellow will not obey. I will harden his heart to show my power. And, but then you will make a sign before fellow. If he does not obey by the voice of the first sign, you will make a second sign. If he does not obey by the voice of the second sign, you saw the peace 
And finally, by the signs and wonders, and the plagues that hit Egypt, let them go. He led them 40 years in the wilderness. And finally, he died. No king. He's not a king. His life was a life of suffering in the wilderness. But one day, Jesus came on earth. Who was Jesus? Emmanuel. Emmanuel. God with us. God came from glory. He put on flesh. He became one of us. He ate with us. But he was God himself. Amen. Amen. And because he was now in the form of the flesh, he put on flesh. He was called the son of God. And one day, Amen. In the, mid, in the midst of his ministry, he called three of his disciples. Peter, James, John, he took them to the mountain. And when he was on the mountain, and the Bible says that the cloud came down overshadowed him. He was transfigured. His clothes were made to shine bright. And on his side was Elijah. On his side was Moses. He called three great witnesses on earth. And then three great witnesses from heaven. To stand with him on a great ceremony of adoption. And the voice spoke from the side. This is my beloved son. In whom I'm well pleased. Here are his best men. Moses. Elijah. Neria. Moses is in glory. He's in such a, a glory that you can com cannot compare with being the king of Egypt. Oh, what a choice. Then what is value? Hallelujah. No wonder the Bible says heaven and earth shall pass away. When the Bible talks of heavens, it does not talk about the spiritual heaven. It talks about that you are seeing the universe which has stars and moon and sun and things and things and planets and the galaxies of planets and things that is heaven that will pass away so don't build your castle on the moon it will pass away the bible tells us the story of how it will pass away the bible says with great noise God will burn it up 
and the earth will pass away. Hallelujah. Amen. But my word, said Jesus, will never pass away. So what is value? Let me show you that scripture. Some of you have never read that. Hallelujah. Second Peter chapter 3. This second episode, beloved, I now write unto you in both which I stir up your pure minds by the way of remembrance that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandments of us, the apostles of the Lord Jesus the Lord and Savior. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days coffers, walking after their own lusts, and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. For this they willingly are ignorant of that by the word of God the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished but the heavens and the earth which are now by the same word are kept in store reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and the perdition of, of, of ungodly men you see ungodly men that fill this earth Adulterers, thieves, murderers, homosexuals, their days are numbered. God has not forgotten. God did not create this earth to be full of Fujo people. God created him for Adam, his son, and his children. Amen. Amen. Not for sinners. But beloved. He kept in store. In Luganda, they say that an old person will, will he say, Go to go, child, uh, child, go help me on this. And you say, No. Wait when it comes for, for, for the meal. Even God has reserved reserved unto the fire of perdition, oh, the fire and perdition of ungodly men. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. So, while the scoffers think that he has delayed to fulfill his promise, he has not delayed at all. Before God, one day equals a thousand years. And a thousand years equals one day. So since Jesus was crucified, it is two days now. And some microseconds. So he has not forgotten. He has not taken so long. You see, since this world was since Eden, this is 6,000 years. So those are six days. Only. Uh, 
in four days kati munakunya in four days he destroyed the earth with the flood munakunya ensi yajizikirishana amataba that is the time of noah and then that, that was after two days ah uh, Those were after two days he destroyed the earth with a flood. Now four days the Messiah was born Jesus Christ who was born after 4,000 years. Those are four days. And from that time to now it is only two days. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises some men count slackness but is long suffering to us word not willing that any should perish but all that all should come to repentance Mukama opeta Luisa che yasubi sanga balala we balowosa okulwa na ye akumikiriza jemuli ngatayagala muntu yenna kubula naye bonna batuke okwenenya But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night Naye onakulwa mukama lujjango mubbi muchiro in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise Ekulwe rivira onokuuma kunene nebintu The heavens you see the heavens Ekulu will be burned with a great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat the earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up sing then that all these things shall be dissolved what manner of persons ought you to be in all holy conversation and godliness looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat nevertheless we according to his promise look for a new for new heavens and new earth Wherefore beloved seeing that you look for such things be diligent that you may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless Kale kubanga kale abagalwa kubanga musubira ebyo mufubenga okusangibwa mumirembenga temulina bala ne wankubaddo musango mumasoge So before the present heavens and the earth are burned consume fire katinge kule liliweli akakati nensi alenonga tebinna yochebwa na mulimo We know that is going to be a from the earth she will go she will disappear out of this world and the world will not know that she has gone why you know they are going to be very few people who will disappear and when they disappear because there will be too few the world will not know because they will not be missed are you with me they will not be missed already already god has called them god is preparing them god is putting something in them that will change them out of here and one day when they disappear there will be too few in number 
the world will not know I disagree with the Pentecostal ideology that there will be such a great um, moment and the world will be shaken by their going and some of the seventies will be will be pilots and then the planes will crash and then cars will knock and then you know whatever and whatever and the city will be so quiet because men of the businessmen have been local and they have gone and then churches will be empty on Sunday because Balokole will have gone. No, it's not going to be that one. Why? Many are called, but few, very few, are chosen. These churches, men of them, are operating under psychology and under. Just preaching social gospel without the Holy Spirit. They are just social gatherings. They are things like lodges. A lodge is like a, a. I'm not talking about a lodge where people sleep. Social groups like Rotary, just social things. No Holy Spirit. And when God takes His church away, He takes the Holy Spirit away. But because they have been operating without the Holy Spirit, they will not notice any difference. They will remain as they've been. They remain, remain making crusades, preaching the gospel, and calling people to the altar to come and receive Jesus. Yet, the door is already been closed. The church is gone. They will not be missed when they go. Then later on, finally, this world will be piled by fire. Where will the elect be? In the heavenly world. And as they come back, the Bible says, Then I saw new city, Jerusalem. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So this world will be burnt. The heavens will be burnt. Amen. Amen. That will take place whether you like it or not. So, where is the right place of safety that where you can hide? In church. No. It is not in the church. In religion? No. Where can we hide? It is in the word. The world will never be pass away. 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. Faith is a long range vision. If you have faith, that's what you will see. That's what you will see. And that's what where you'll put your soul. Amen. Amen. Now we are talking about the value. I think you already see how the sermon is building. What is value? Is it to put your hope, your future, your plans, your everything here on earth? Yes, we must work. Yes, we must have families. Yes, we must make investments. But knowing that is not a continuous city. That is a temporal thing. And as believers, whatever you do, if you make a family, if you make an investment, whatever you do to serve God, you make a family. A family that will serve God. Whatever you do, you do it to serve God. When you're working, you're working to serve God. Let there be an eternal element in whatever you're doing. Why? You're marrying that woman. You raise a family, a family that is that fears God. Amen. Amen. That will be light in this world. Amen. Amen. That's why you are raising that family. And by which you will serve God. Amen. Amen. So everything you're doing. The main thing is serving God. Now let us continue with a quote here. And I say now brother Ladyford. Brother Neville, I tell you what. What. Let us do. Let us go out and find all the poor people that we can. Let's make every little home happy. By getting the kiddies some clothes and play, paying off the mortgage, place, we would never miss it. A million dollars a piece, a million dollars a piece, why the interest of it take care of us as we could. Don't mind about my long, my long quote, but, but uh, in it we shall be hitting nuggets here and there. As we could do with that, put it in some good investment or something, and then what would we do? That would be fine. That not let nobody know nothing about it, our hearts would feel satisfied. But now, in a hundred years from today, brethren, it would take a miracle of God if. We are still living a hundred years from today. You know that. Now we would be in eternity. What good would the million dollars do? 
Obukadde okakadde obukadde ekikumi obadola chebwa chebwa bukoze all all the feeding of the poor oba okuwa bambi abavu and things that we do nebi ntu byetukola kakati it wouldn't amount to very much. If I had a billion this month, what good would it do for us after we are gone? Have you ever thought on those kind of things very critically? If I buy a very big, big land and make a very big farm there is a man I know in the country he has miles of land he has cows by tens of thousands and he has separated them the black ones on one side the red ones on one side the spotted ones alone big thing but very aged those are many who find He's been eaten by cancer no remedy he goes, looks at his, his cows. Looks at his big farm. Instead of laughing and feeling good, he cries. Because he sees soon and very soon he will be gone and he's going to leave it all. So what, what, what is value? What is value? No wonder nothing of this world can satisfy. There is nothing in this life that can satisfy. Wealth cannot satisfy. Fame cannot satisfy. You know, you look at all the things. Some of them have been so greedy. They gather things after killing. Murdering. Stealing. And they are. They are. Yes, beautiful and big things. But. They are here to look at them and to enjoy them for a very short time. They are going. Then how about after I'm gone? What then? There is a song we say, what then? What then? When the great trumpet, what then? when the world that's rejecting this message tonight will be asked to give a reason what then what then and now look here look at the man of God a man like Paul he left everything 
he followed Christ. Christo. And he said that he counted it all done for the sake of Christ. Finally, at the end of his life, he said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my race. I have kept the faith. I am waiting for the crown that will be given to me. Not only me, but all of those who rejoice at his appearance. Brother Branham said, when he spoke those words, they were preparing the gallows where they were going to behead him. But he was now like he has reached victory. That's value. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm, let me tell you something. We haven't got that money. We are a poor man. All of us are. That's right. We live by the arms of the people. Being ministers. But brother. In Africa. One little black boy. About this high. This was Brother Branham, of course, speaking from America. Brother Branham, we America. And having had a missionary work in Africa. In Africa, one little black boy about this. Hi. All a prostitute of the street yonder in Louisville. One so saved. One so saved. In eternity. When that star is shining yonder. Our name will be wrapped in it. Every soul that comes to God is a star, an everlasting star that will shine in glory. The Bible calls Jesus the bright and morning star. That bright and morning star is the master of all stars. Then who are the rest of the stars? If Jesus is the bright and morning star, then who are the rest of the stars? Remember God told Abraham that you cannot number the stars of the heavens. You cannot count them. So will he sit be. So the redeemed are the rest of the stars. And Jesus, the greatest of all the stars. 
and in glory the stars will be shining in glory and your name you who brought that star to salvation your name will be wrapped in that star praise God on this earth they give up Medals, medals, the golden medal, the silver medal, the bronze medal, and other things. But you, whatsoever so you bring to God, your name shall be wrapped in that star. That one is above every medal. Uh, if that star will be shining in eternity, your name will be wrapped in that star. Hallelujah! The medals of this earth they fed up and they perish but we are talking about the metal uh, which goes through eternity when your name is shining in, in that star that's that, that guy that drunk that prostitute whom you are brought to salvation talk about value hallelujah Amen. there is your value it isn't how much you got. Uh, how much you desire. Uh, it's how much you can do toward saving souls for Christ. That is the rich. Hallelujah. Amen. That is the riches. This meeting is for investors. This morning it is for investors. It is investors seminar. Hallelujah. Value. Sitaka. Sitaka. Not land. Economics. Uh, they will teach you uh, in economics that the riches is not just money. It is an investment which you can leave for your children. The asset which asset you can leave for your children. Uh, you might have a land. That is a uh, property sent not money Taka. land we mm -hmm. such things ah, now for me i'm telling you all those things are not so much valuable because they also perish praise god but the thing which has a value it is that which is eternal 
Tuliba investors kumachagalero. We are investors this morning. Investment is single. The greatest investment. The investment it is the investment which you invest in saving a soul. The investment is single. That is the greatest investment. Uh, we are here now to save, to, to share wisdom. Because all other things they perish. The land perishes. The clothes wear out. The buildings are burnt. They fell. And we die and leave them. All those things are not valuable. The good car. It can rust. It perishes. It perishes. Hallelujah. Amen. You leave it. But the soul, whatever soul you bring to God, you have kept your riches in heaven. I mean, about investors, are you here, investors? By investors, are you here, investors? Ah, uh, we saw one rich man, one young rich ruler. Can anybody remind us who he was? Just mention it. Moses. Young. Rich. Ruler. Made a choice to forsake the things that are temporal and invested in the things that are eternal. And his wealth is still there. One time I was reading about the book of Dwight Moody. And he was saying, It is the things that are of the word of God that live forever. He said, Now look at Daniel. Daniel's name is still alive today. After thousands and thousands. But no one can tell the Miss Universe of that time who she was. No man can tell us the greatest sports person the most famous person in the time of Daniel is not now nobody knows the most brilliant person of that time the greatest scientist of that time is not known no, the richest man of that time is not known but even the people whose names are still lingering of that time it is because of their contact with Daniel we can remember Nebuchadnezzar because of the way he treated Daniel any name that can be mentioned is because because Daniel came in contact with Daniel. How about Paul? Paul. Paul. Who was the most beautiful lady of that time? Who was Miss Universe of the time of Paul? Not no. The sinners die and their 
names disappear who was the richest man in the time of Paul not known who was the tallest man in the time of Paul? Not known. Who was the greatest general in the time of Paul? General But those who can be mentioned, like Felix Agrippa, and those others, is because of how. The contact that was there between him and them and Paul. In a good way or a bad way, they can be mentioned because of Paul. But Paul's name will never die. Peter's name will never die. Jeremiah's name will never die. Why? The word of God will live forever. Here is Moses. Young rich ruler. Moses will never die. And his name will never die. Amen. But now let us look at another young rich ruler. The Bible talks of a young rich ruler who came to Jesus. He told him, good master. What shall I do? To inherit Brother Branham said, Brother Branham, he was young, he was rich, he was a ruler, and he was religious. Because when he asked that question, Jesus told him, Jesus first told him, Keep the commandment. And the young ruler told him, I've kept the law from my youth up. And the Bible says Jesus loved him. Why? Because he was a real sincere, good young man who had kept the law. But yet in him, he knew he didn't have a turn life. And Jesus looking at his heart, that in his heart worshipped material things. He worship the wealth of riches. He told him, yet you are lacking one thing. Go sell all. Give to the poor. Come follow me. You'll have wealth in the kingdom of God. The man looked at all his wealth. Should I sell this? Should I sell that? Should I drop this? You know when that call, that invitation comes to you, ah, there are things you begin with. Should I drop this girl? Should I drop this boy? Should I drop this business? It may be, it may be a funny business. How will I live if I drop this? He weighed eternal life with wealth. The Bible says he moved away sad. Sad. There are people who come here. They want to follow this precious God. But at some moment of their life, some challenge comes. Maybe a girl. 
meets a boy worldly but very wealthy good looking now they have to wait between the boy and the world. Or it may be a boy. It's a beautiful girl. Worldly. And then has to wear between church and the worldly boy. And Christ tells them, drop that. That's not my will for you. In the world eternal life. And they want a boy. They want eternal life. They want a girl. So they walk away sad. Following the thing of the world. They swap their eternal life opportunity. Uh, for that now that same rich man is the same man the Bible talks about who was so rich that he lived in big Palaces and Lazarus lived at the gate. And he would wait when the rich man is through with food to come and pick the crumb that fell from the table of the rich man. And the dogs of the rich man would come and lick in the, in the sores of poor Lazarus. But Lazarus was a believer. You see the gospel of today in most of the churches of our time. They say if you're poor, you will not go to heaven. Because you are cast. God is not with you. By preaching that, they get the rich man out of hell and put him in heaven and pull Lazarus out of heaven. Pulled him down to hell. It's an error. We are not saying poverty takes you to heaven. All riches takes you to heaven. But brother, Jesus said, It is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven than a camel to go through an eye of a needle. You say, what does it mean, brother? It's not upon me to interpret it. It doesn't need to be interpreted. That's what it says and that's what it means. There's so much trust in things of this world. Until they cannot get low. They cannot bend to where God is. So the young man left, you know, that's the same rich man. And the Bible talks of that same rich man. That one day he went and gathered 
A lot of wealth. Rubies and diamonds and gold and things. And heaped them in the store. And his towers were so full. And he said, I will not work anymore. I'm just going to sit and enjoy my wealth. And the Bible says, God said, Thou fool! This day, your soul is going to be taken away from you. Brother Branham preached the message in the message the oncoming storms. Brother Branham, we he said there was a rich man who went and gathered a lot of wealth and his heart was so merry with a lot of joy he will never be poor again and then that night thieves robbers encroached his compound and as they sneaked in crept in the dog started barking. And one is He came out and said, Shut up! And the dog. And he went back in the house. And he sat and he raised his feet on the table. Feeling rich. And the dogs backed again. Because they were seeing the robbers. He came out and said, I said, Shut up! They kept quiet. He went back. Satan was having a good time. That time, when they backed, he came out with a gun. He aimed at the dog. Don't disturb me. He went and sat and had a good time. Went to bed. And Kumbe, that the robbers were somewhere around. And as he was sleeping, they broke in and killed him. So the dogs that keep us backing and seeming like they are taking away the peace of the man, Brother uh, Branham said, it is the Holy Ghost. The keeps roaring and raising his voice at you because God will never call man into judgment without first warning him any man will first hear the warning God will put in a position where you will hear the warning you refuse it and that's it Amen. amen so this your rich ruler said go to enjoy my wealth I will never suffer anymore and God said tonight God is taking away your spirit your soul and that was it the man died and the Bible says when he lifted up his eyes he was in hell and he cried what a place 
No friends. No mother. No father. No brother. No sister. No flowers. No AC. No, no fun. And he cried. No peace. Only everlasting agony. And sorrow and naku nakusinda And he, as he lifted his eyes, he saw Lazarus in the bosom of Abraham having a good time the rich man cried, Father Lazarus, Father Abraham. I pray you tell your servant to drop his finger in water and at least drop a drop of water on my, on my tongue Oh, I terribly bad. And Abraham told him, Son, when you are on earth, you enjoy everything that you wanted to enjoy. And you had all the good things that you wish to have. And Lazarus on a bad thing. Now it is his time. And it's your time now. Suffer. No twice standing. Not only that. There is a big gulf. Between us and you, that a drop of water cannot reach you. Sorry, Sana. It cannot happen. Even if we wish to help you, we can't help. You. Oh, therefore, now. Now tell your servant Lazarus. At least to resurrect. I left my five brothers on earth. Let him go on them. That they come not here. For when they see a dead rise. Then they will be convinced. Then Abraham told him, On earth, there is more. There are preachers. There is Gideon. Let him hear those. If they refuse to hear those, no more remedy. Now he has become a sympathizer. He has become an evangelist. At least those ones are they are warned. So that they don't come 
Katao value Now what is value? Labayo. Look, young rich ruler. Ono mufusi omuto mugaga, yagena mu baby. Ah, uh, he went in school in Nagena mu middle and he went in a middle class. Nagena mu top and went in top class. Nagena mu nursery. Nursery class. Nagena mu P1 and he went in P1. Nagena mu pakum P7 and he went to P7. Namalako second and he finished his primary. Nafuna degree. Finished his secondary and he Nafuna got Nafuna masters and he got his masters. Nakora and he worked. Nagagawala and he became rich. Yakozebiona all the things he had done. He's only pleading for a drop of water. Only from the finger of Lazarus. Now what? Everything he had done. Value. Where is the value of whatsoever he had done? I'm not saying that we shouldn't work to become rich. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying. What I'm saying. Is that it's God first. And all our things we do. And whatsoever we get. Let us get them when we are in God. That is the value. And all these temptations which come our way. That boy is getting married and things. If those things are not in God. to hell. Tell those things go to hell. If they are not in God. The thing which has not come from the word. It is not a blessing to me. Whether uh, an expensive job. Uh, if it should make me to trample over the word it's not, mine. it's not a blessing to me whether beautiful girl if she's not brought forth by the word she's not mine uh, even if he's a rich man uh, he studied but if he has not come on the word plane that person is not mine let me show you the wise fathers if you are not a wise father listen some of you you rejoice when your daughters marry to the rich people instead of marrying to the poor to, to the sons every, every woman will marry somebody's son instead of marrying to the Christians to the believers uh, Listen, when Brother Brown was about to get married, he was such a poor boy. And he went to the father-in-law. And so, Sunday night came. I brought her home from church. And she kept looking at me. And I looked. And it was 9.30. It was time for me to get Going. So Charlie was sitting at his desk typing away. And Mrs. Brombach sitting over the corner doing some kind of uh, croquet, croqueting. So you know, all of them little, book, little hooks you put 
of uh, things you know I don't know what you call it and so she was doing some of that kind of stuff and hope kept looking at me and she would frown at me you know, motion to her daddy and, and, and uh, oh my I thought what if he says no so I started out to the door I said, well, I guess I would better go. And I walked to the door. And she started over to the door with me. She would always come to the door and tell me good night. So I started to the door and she said, aren't you going to tell him? These two people had agreed, the boy and the girl. But then the next thing was to tell the parents. That parents consent. And I said, Ha, I said, I'm sure trying to, but I don't know how I'm going to do it. And she said, just go back and you call him out. So she walked back and left me standing there. And I said, Charlie, he turned around and said, Yeah, Bill. I said, could I talk to you just a minute? He said, sure. He turned around from his desk. Mrs. Brumbach looked at him, looked over at Hope, and looked at me. And I said, would you come out on the porch? And he said, yes, I will come out. So he walked out on the porch. I said, sure, it is a pretty night, isn't it? And he said, yes, it is. I said, sure, being warm. Sure, being warm. Certainly, has he looked at me. I said, I've been working so hard. I said, you know, even my hands is getting closed. He said, you can. He said, you can have her bill. Oh my! You can have her. I thought, oh, that's better. And I said, you really mean it? Charlie. I said, Charlie, look. I know that she's your daughter. And you got money. And he reached over and got me by the hand. No, and he reached over and got me by the hand. He said, be listened. Money ain't all things that is in human life. I said, Charlie, I only make 20 cents an hour. Less than a daughter, 20 cents. But I love her and she loves me. And I promise you, Charlie, that I will work till the clouses wear off of my hands to make her a living I'll be just as true to her as I could be he said I believe that Bill 
Listen, Bill. I want to tell you. Say, you know, happiness don't altogether take money to be happy. Say, just be good to her. And I know you will. What a parry. I said, thank you, Charlie. I sure will do that. That is apparent. There are some poor people who are in their house, they laugh and they, they rejoice, they enjoy. They, they make noise in their house as if they have just met boyfriend and girlfriend and yet they have spent 30 years together there is a young man who came to brother Branham he was sleeping in a container in a container and he told him I want you to wedlock me with this with, with a girl she's called so and, and he asked him uh, do you, uh, will you take care of this girl really? he said that I'll do whatsoever I can and he went locked them he had hesitated but he went locked them then there came a, a rich man's son Indiana. Uh, from Indiana whom we were locked to. Uh, the boy was so rich. Uh, they started there. One time. Uh, he wanted to see the, the way they are going. And he went to the poor's home, family. And he peeped from, from a crack somewhere. And he peeped. Uh, by the, he saw them. But today they were seated. Bereze. And the man was had carried the, the wife. They were carrying each other. Bajumia. And they were conversing. Very sweetly. Sweetly. And the man had brought out money. And he had told her, today they have paid me my salary. But for sure you have put on this dress for a long time. I've come with a thought in my heart that we go in a shop and we buy a good dress because I love you and I want you to be happy. And the girl was saying, Oh, my husband, no. We have so many needs around. We need a table here, we need a chair, this and this. Uh, this dress, it can work, still work. Maybe, maybe I'll buy a dress in the future, but let us first buy things here which are necessary. As they were conversing like Brother that, Brother Branham knocked on the door. He knocked. And they stood. They held each other. They came to open for him. Oh, welcome, Brother Branham. Oh, Brother Branham. 
He greeted them and went from there. And he went to the other rich man, boy. He caught them which one was facing each other. Your wives, Jehovah, where you come from, and me, me. They came close and each one holds other, another's tie. They were fasting. They were promising divorce. Brother Bram then Brother Bram knocked. Who are you? They asked. Brother Bill. Bill. And they made hypocrisy. There. And they came to open for him. It's not money which makes. Happiness. And it's not money which makes the reason why you are supposed to marry to a person who is filled with the Holy Spirit. Riches come and it goes. And riches come and it disappears. Riches can disappear. You married a person to a boy whom you love. The one who loves your God. The one who loves the message. Where you shall sit and share the word. And you worship together. And you go together. And you kneel. And pray together. That person you shall work together and get rich. When you are in a uh, even if you shall not get so many the few things which you shall have, you'll enjoy them. What is value? I'm trying to conclude. I polished that little ford. That little old Ford. And this morning sitting up there in a garage is a Cadillac that they gave me. You know, Brother Bram, one time he was given a Cadillac and he refused it. But, but later on they gave him a Cadillac and they accepted it. But one of these days that Cadillac will, take, will be like that Ford. It will be no more. But God will still be the same. But if I get a source saved for Christ, brother, as long as there is an eternity, the glory of God will rest on that source. Hallelujah! Amen. So what is value anyhow? What good does it do? When struggles is in your throat. And the doctor sees the pulse coming up your sleeve. What good is all the money? And all the popularity. People to pat you on the back. And you become a great person. 
No what good does that do Kati you not a bit it vanishes and it stays here on earth in the message, go tell my disciples. Brother Branham talks of the great of the book he had read. And it was stating the statements of great people in their last moments. One of the most astonishing one was of the Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth. When she was dying, he said, if God can grant me five minutes to straighten my soul with him, I'll exchange my whole kingdom for it. He talked of other great men at their last moments. Some would die screaming. I'm falling in darkness. I'm lost. But again he talked of other great men of God. Abraham Lincoln when he was shot. Abraham Lincoln he said turn my head towards the setting of the sun. And they did so. They said our father. Who was in heaven. Allowed by thy name. Thy kingdom come. And he gave the ghost. He breathed his last. He talked of F. F. Bosworth. When he was dying, he reached out his hand. And he seemed to be greeting people. That they could not see. God bless you, precious. I remember you in that meeting. I remember you in that crusade. I remember you when you came to the altar to give your heart to Christ. You were about 90 years old. And then Brother Branham came closer and said, Brother Bosworth, in all your life, when, have, when was your greatest moment? He said, right now. Think of it, Brother Branham. In few minutes from now, I'm going to be with Jesus. So, brother, what is value? But one so saved. You will see your name wrapped into it. As long as the morning star shall glitter in the sky. So let's save souls, brethren. 
Norwecho tulokoleme mabo Luganda. Each one. Buliomu. You housewives. Ah, mbachala ba mwe. Mbachala. Mbachala ba mwaka. Mbafumbo. You don't have to be a preacher. Toina kumera mbulisi. You do something for the glory of God. Remember eternal things is what lasts forever. And that's getting so safe. Let that be the first thing of all your work and all your ideas and all your motives. Hallelujah. May every Christian in here may their heart burn within them to go out somewhere. In the hedges and highways. And to bring in lost souls. No matter how humble it is. They might bring in one soul that would bring in a million behind it. We don't know what we are doing. Sometimes these little mothers wonder, Lord, but they never know what they are speaking of. When they are talking to a young person or something about their soul. This morning, see, you look different this morning. I'm thankful for that, but never let that stop you. Remember where where it come from from above and when I saw there that will last forever and ah. maybe a biggest part of you probably has a little bank account somewhere I'm glad for that and may God just richly bless you but don't let that stand in your way of winning a soul keep ah. souls first Kuma, kuangula meme hallelujah Send the light, the blessed ghost, pull light, listen, from soul to soul. Send the light, and let its radiant beams, love the world forevermore. Send the light, the blessed ghost, pull light, listen. So to so